here because I'm buying all these things. Like I'm buying Wayne Wayne feature. I'm bu I'm finna buy a T Pain feature. You know what I mean? So it's just like man, a lot of good shit. Like, I'm, but I'm gonna just be quiet right now. Where the fuck is Jermaine at, man? That's very good question. Where is Jermaine at? Very. <laughs> you feel me? Damn. Is that a normal thing for record labels to do? Like have like a real estate investment mentorship or no, things like? No, 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 it isn't. Bentley Records, Bentley Records thrives off of empowering their artists, and like essentially, like the CEO, he's a cool dude. You know, like he signed me three years ago, and like I didn't release no singles, no nothing like that. And um, and then my dad, you know, my dad's got lung cancer and shit, so I really couldn't do shit. But he had his eyes on me. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, and, and like he hit me up after all the, after like after I buried my father and he was basically like look look bro like I know you went through what you went through but now that like I'm seeing that you're at a point where you might be able to do this the time is now and, and so like he was like I got paperwork for you and this that and the third let me get you on this uh, let me get you on this little it's like a it's like a secret like Bentley Bentley Records got thousands of artists but then there's only like 30 of us that he really handpicked you know, and, um, and is like and trust with his 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 business module, and trust with all of the insight that he has. So he's basically like he taught me how to start a Herbalife. He's teaching me how to start a video uh, company. He's got us linked with like uh, he's got us linked with film film companies and shit like that. And like it's just like he's doing everything he can to put money in my pocket so I can start my business up. Basically, that's basically what it is. Mm -hmm. And like oh shit, he. He's, they 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 treat me really well, bro. Like they uh they made me a, a brand ambassador, so I get paid every time an artist signs to Bentley under my name. And actually, they said that's that, cool. yeah, they said that I could sign artists, and I'll get a yeah. They said I could sign artists to Bentley, and I'll be their manager type shit. So it's just like they really, really just like they really like setting the playing field, you know. So I'm just like, man, let's do it. That's the coolest shit I ever heard. Of. <laughs> hey, can you guys hear me? Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me, Draw? Yeah. What's up, man? Hey, is it just me or your Andrew's mic sound weird? No. Oh, yeah. not. He sounds like a robot, dude. Yeah. You need to clean your ears. Nah, bitch. <laughs> Where's your camera at, Jermaine? Oh, it's right here. I was just fixing something. You gonna show your face, Brandon? Bro, I didn't realize, bro. It's been a while since I've been on uh, Discord, man, and I'm in the dark. I just got done walking my dogs and shit. You see my black ass? What uh? No, I can't see your black ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark. Hell yeah. So I think all the sound works. So I just got it started. What's up, guys? This is uh the K podcast, and we got O'Rees, aka O'Rees, right? Yes, sir. AKA O Reed. You can just call me O. We got O. Marion. Yeah. <laughs> and we kind of started uh, in the middle of you telling uh, the um, situation you have with Bentley Records, but just give us an intro because we just started. Give us a recap of. Okay. Hey, yeah, I'm who's totally, always. Uh, hold on. <laughs> okay, so to, so to recap on that, I mean. We left off i assigned to the label and you know then things were moving you know i was moving i was working with spotlight movie entertainment i just dropped that interview you know shout out to everybody on this 
Actually, I had, I had been uh, focusing on making projects independently and uh, figuring out uh, which artists, which big time artists I want to work with. And, um, you know, I'll, 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 i Long story short, man, I was depressed, bro. I was I was depressed because I lost my dad. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, I, I, you know, I was depressed with how things were going musically. Uh, just to be quite frank, you know what I mean? I had did all this work, dropped all these projects, did all these things, and things didn't pick up like how I felt like they should. You know what I mean? And uh, so I took a step back to really reevaluate. Like, like, man, I'm 30 years old. You know, I can't. We can't keep. I can't keep living like this. I need something real. So, Looking to the sunset. Was driving home one day, and I said, "Man, fuck! I got a, I got a home. I got a car. I gotta just be content with that. You know what I mean? I got a good job. I gotta be content. I gotta find a way. Like if it don't work out, I gotta find a way to be happy with just what I got and the work that I put in and where I'm at right now. And uh, you know, I look at that sunset. I accepted that fate." What? God said, uh, nope, nope, nope. Your dream's coming, bro. Get ready for that shit. <laughs> I checked my email, man. I checked my email, and it said, uh, here's uh, one last chance to work with Lil Wayne. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was blown. I was mind blown, you know. And, like, I, looked, I was like, I looked at it, though. I looked at the timestamp on the message, and the message was at the beginning of the month, and I was at the end of the month. And I was like, man, like, man, somebody got that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, right. somebody got that. It's had one spot left. It's been a whole month. It's too hot. Somebody got that. Yeah. That was like, it's yours. So I was like, man, this is this is this is crazy. Um, <laughs> you know, they put me uh, on top of that. They uh, they were like, they they hit me with a real estate uh, project. So they got me on that. Shout out to Luca Days. That's the CEO of uh, Bentley Records. Man, he showed me mad love. And like they seen that I was doing, I was trying to do all these things, and uh, it was like, hey man, you got a got a track to throw on this compilation? It's gonna get Data Kiss, Trina, Fat Joe, uh, and Lil Wayne gonna be on this compilation. On top of you already having a collab with him, so I was just like, man, line it up. <laughs> and uh, now we here, we about to work with T Pain and shit. Like I'm gonna work that out at the end of the month, and um, really just. Get it, get it ready, man. And once everything's said and done, move on to the next phase. Which is like you know, marketing the songs and uh, making sure that they get the plays that they're supposed to. But I'm not really worried because uh, my next three songs, my next three to five songs, they they're gonna go, they're gonna go gold, bro. Like they're gonna, yeah. they're gonna get 500k uh, listens, man. You know what I'm saying? Because come on, man, we got like DJ Khaled. It's crazy because I just got invited to the promised land to go meet Rick Ross and uh, Jermaine Dupri. I said, no, nah, I can't because I got to pay all these things, right? I got Wayne and T-Pain on my mind, and plus the real estate project. Man, tell me why. After that weekend happened, what happened? Big Hallett drops. God did, featuring fucking, featuring Wayne, 
featuring like everybody, uh, Jay Z, <laughs> basically everybody the whole but you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right, dude. You're right. You're right. I, I was on my way too, you're right. dog. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and be sour. I'm not, act like I'm not sour about it, bro. They're gonna have to get me on the next project. But um, man, no, it's 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 divine intervention. It's the timing is heavenly. You know what I'm saying? Like Luca Day just getting out of the meetings with these guys. They putting out platinum records you know what i'm saying bentley records sending me the beat for the wayne collab also telling me t-pain's in the works and wayne finna drop carter six like bro it's game time and i ain't gonna talk much on that it's just it's game time <laughs> that's like that's exciting as that's exciting as fuck how how long have you been rapping for uh let's see uh Jermaine, when did, when did I spend that summer with y'all? You spent a lot of summers with me, man. So. <laughs> I'm trying to think, man. Like, I think it was the summer of 07, 08. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I was really bumping a Carter two, real hard. And, uh, I was listening also to a lot of uh, underground, not underground, but like conscious rap, a lot of hieroglyphics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Called Quest, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so like, I would bounce back. I had I had Wayne and Crooked Eye on my trap side, and then I had you know the real conscious rap, you know those guys, and I was listening to Common. And I remember uh, going going to uh, was it Cerritos or like Irvine or something like that, like that. Kicking with my boys, man. Like uh, like you know, like I was sh- like I should be living a, a good Cali life, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um. I spent the whole summer with my dudes, man. Shout out to Josh and Jermaine, uh, proper. And we uh, was in the garage one day. <clears throat> all the older brothers, all the all the Cuyas was there. You know what I'm saying? And like, it was they like they had a beat going or something like that. And I said something, and I just remember all the OGs looked at me. And they, <laughs> hey man, pull up. I remember those SoundClick days where you just buy it. Yeah, there was like downloaded beats and trying to figure out like, oh man, this is going to sound perfect, man. We're going to work the album. Just that in the third, I was like, man, just that I'm like the homies around and just like older, older homies around that's like that stamping your shit, like stamp of approval, you know what I'm saying? And like, you a younger cat that really don't know how it's how it's gonna turn out, how it's supposed to work. You just having fun and they tell them they put a stamp on it. So like ever since then, man, it was Yo, oh you mind turning your phone uh landscape? Oh yes sir. Perfect. Yeah and your audio's just cutting in and out because your hair. Guys, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna fix that for you. I'm gonna fix that for Yo, back That's, in the day, what's happening? I, I was like super into hieroglyphics, trap called Quest, atmosphere, and all that. And I I remember back in 07, 08, there used to be a divide between like that kind of rap and like the Little Wayne rap. You know what I mean? There was like a rap civil war around that time. No, I was I was on the hieroglyphic side, and I hated Lil Wayne back then, but. Mm. <laughs> you know top three Lil know, Wayne is top three it, it's 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 crazy that you mentioned that bro because um because a part of me like okay so I, I I'm I'm married to yin and yang in my heart 
and in my mind and in my soul and my spirit. So half of me knows exactly what you're saying, bro. And it's like, why y'all perpetuating this bullshit to the black community? Not just the black community, but the minority community in general. You know what I'm saying? And like, I always question that, you know? And um, if you look at my, my, my music, I never, uh, there's certain things I just don't say. Cause A, they don't align with my principles. And B, I just would never do them. No, I, I would never do anybody like that. You know what I mean? These things, these things that these niggas say on on mic, on wax. You know what I'm saying? I had never vibed with it, but at the same time, I, knowing that I come from that same cloth, it would be criminal, I think, for me to say that I don't feel I don't understand what they're saying too, because um, at the end of the day. It's what you it's, it's it's the actions that come after you know what i'm saying right like people judge people judge 21 savage and people judge all these fools for talking about guns and their music and stuff like that but is it like if you really look at their track record and compare it to the people who's pointing the finger at them it's like who's really helping who's really helping the community i know i know dudes that came out the streets who bought their entire block you know what i'm saying like Ain't nobody pointing the finger at these dudes talking about this and that, buying blocks for their whole community. I'll tell you that. So, like, I mean, it's deeper than rap. When, uh, like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a it's a it's your way of living and, and your perspective and stuff like that. So that's how I see it. I feel like the industry does that on default. Like, even with sports, you know what I mean? Like, you see a new talent coming up, and they're immediately put in the pedestal and put up against the greats. Even though they really they don't really fit that mold, you know what I mean. It it is like you said they, it it does nothing but create divide, but it does kind of create like a competitive atmosphere. That sometimes it ups the product. Would you say makes the product a little better? Yeah, it does. I mean, I'm gonna keep it real with you, bro. Like, it doesn't matter good or bad. No more product is product. If it got views, it got likes, it got shares, it got comments, it got all this stuff, then you get paid. Look at, like, I study the game right now. Look at this whole little Dirk, uh, NBA young boy situation. I'm not sure if y'all really tapped into this to this stuff. Uh huh. But it's, but it's like basically these two new cats who've been rapping since 2012 that's beefing and like, oh, it's just like a war that's circulated around this shit. And you're seeing all these all these artists, Gucci Mane and and 21 and dudes picking sides and y'all seen this. Quando uh, Rondo getting shot up, getting backdoored over in LA and stuff like that. You know, like all this, all this stuff. Um, like, it sells, bro. Unfortunately, right. um, unfortunate. It's unfortunate that that's what I mean. Media is perpetuating and um, and just people people feed into that bullshit. You know, so like, like I'm tapped into it. Like I know it and I see it, but I don't. Like I watch the video and then that's it. I won't give it no. I won't give it no more. No more uh, energy. You know what I mean? But like, like I was saying, man. Like NBA Young Boy. Shout out to NBA Young Boy if he sees this. <laughs> but um, <laughs> hey, man, he keep it gangster though. But like, you know, he uh, he's selling. He's he's number one on the on YouTube. You know, mm -hmm. he's a number one YouTube artist right now. And he done dissed everybody in the game. You know, he didn't even got out of jail, dropped two mixtapes, dissed everybody. And I mean, like, not just diss, like. He's coming I mean, at like, the you neck. Know, they, they talking about, like, you know, they talking about smoking and smoking packs of dead niggas. <laughs> like, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Like, these guys taking it 
very far. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But it sells, man. It sells, and 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 it sells more than the conscious rap, unfortunately. And I and I lean more on the conscious side of rap. That's why I do it like me. We have to create supplementary supplements. What I was was is what we call supplementary incomes, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, how long is this conscious rap going to pay pay the bills and put food on my table? Right, right. It won't. It, it won't. It won't. Let's just be real with it. Like, it won't. You know what I'm saying? Like, my cousin told me, my OG told me, like, hey, bros, like, they tell you this, that, and the third by selling out. Fuck them niggas, bro. Get that money and put our family on. That's what he told me, bro. He said, fuck what them niggas think, bro. They think you said, fuck what they think. Right. So it's just like, I'm a like I'm I'm a I'm a I'm gonna do my thing, man. Whether I'm commercial, whether niggas think I'm commercial or whatever, that's up to you, bro. So I mean, no disrespect to what you're saying. Like I get it though, you know what I'm like, right. I get the whole conscious rap thing. And if I could, I would make all rappers conscious. What's up, mama? Yeah, I feel like I, I'm a big fan of conscious rap, and I feel like conscious rap kind of had its peak around the 2013 Absol Joey Badass days. Like it was, it's gonna peak again. Yeah, it's gonna peak you think again. so? I know so, bro. Uh, I know so. You see, uh, if you really, because I really, really tapped in, bro. Like uh-huh. the D, the DA in Florida, the DA in, uh, in New York, the DA in Georgia, and the DA in, uh, in Detroit. Like these DA, these district attorneys, they are not playing, bro. They are not playing. They're using rappers' lyrics against them in court, bro. Like they got. They got uh, what's his name? They got uh, what a uh, uh, what Young Thug's uh, rapper Gunna. They got Gunna, him right? yeah. locked. They got him locked up, bro, on some dumb oh. shit. He 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 didn't yeah. even do nothing. He didn't <laughs> even do nothing. Lyrics. I remember that. Yeah, He's just that's rapping. real, right? They're using their lines in, in court against them. Exactly. Like, exactly. That's, that's wow. <laughs> Man, bet money, bro. Bet money. This gangster, this gangster rap stuff. It's only gonna be. It's gonna turn into only like a dime in a dozen, bro. You know what I mean? They either snitching, or they really gangster. They really gangster with it. You know what I'm saying? And they gonna, you know, it's 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 a dime in a dozen, bro. You seeing these guys left or right getting hit with Ricos? Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, what, that guy who there's a few guys. You know, I mean, I could just name two groups. Uh, are you snitching uh, right now? Man, I ain't snitching, man. These fools is already locked up, man. <laughs> Uh, man, shout out to all them niggas though. You know, I want the but um, <laughs> oh man, you could do, you could, you could look, you could look, you know, and you could look at the DJ academics interviews and the Vlad TV interviews and the Hot ninety seven and the Breakfast Club interviews. Like these fools snitch on themselves. Let's keep it one hundred. Yeah, so. I mean, I mean, if you were really trying to catch these people, it really wouldn't be that hard. Surprise, mm-hmm. surprisingly. <laughs> no, nah, they trying to build Ricos though. They, they like, I'm just like. I know, like I know, I know. Uh, let, let's say I'm looking at my dudes, right? Uh, I know Andrew's doing something right, and then like I see, you know, uh, but but I know he did a few things right. Don't but it's be like, fooled by the glasses. I know, I know, I know he did a few things right. I know he did a few things, but I want to get proper. Oh, you mm. feel me? I want to get proper. So we gonna build a whole case on these fools. Let's watch everybody, and then they put the recall on you, man. That's how they. I mean, they got what is it? Good gorilla, gorilla stone nation up in New York. Who is that rapper? Uh, man, I, 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 ain't, I ain't even trying to say names, but man, do your research, bro. Dudes getting hit with Ricos, man. Conscious rappers gonna be on the come up. And uh, if you're talking like gangster raps, that like I think, I think really the only gangster rappers that's gonna survive this, 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 
this end time sweep of gangster <laughs> rap is the females. Because, uh, I mean, like, you're well, talking about like, like city girls and Cardi B. Yeah, because they, <laughs> I mean, you can't take them really seriously, bro. Yeah. You know, they could be on the track talking about this, that, and the third, and the, you know. And as yeah, far as I what mean, they, as far as what the industry wants, that's like exactly what the industry wants. The music that they pump oh, out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, man. They want that trap. Niche. Hey, when you could get trap and booty in the same video, it's gold. But if you could get the booty, the trap in the video, that's <laughs> fucking platinum, bro. So, <laughs> that's man, we've platinum. been doing this wrong this whole time. <laughs> hey, 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 Brandon, no. We'll talk. Quick, we'll talk after. <laughs> yeah. That'll that'll be off off uh <laughs> off the mic. <laughs> off the podcast. Yeah. Uh no, no I wanna ask you, Brandon, what do you think about the you think the game did that to Pat Stay? You think you think he set him up? No. Wait, what happened? Nah. Uh, what happened? Oh, yeah. nah, what happened? Been, uh, All right, so hold on, hold on, Brandon. Let me let me tell these guys what happened. So pretty much you know how the game tried to come out and diss Eminem. Mm-hmm. So this this battle rapper came out and Pretty much defended Eminem and started dissing the game, and mm-hmm. out of nowhere, the game starts talking like, "Oh, he doesn't pay no attention to it," and then just randomly out of nowhere, this dude, fucking Pat Stay, got stabbed and he died. What? And now people are kind of linking as like the game probably set that shit up. So I remember I saw you posting about it, Brandon, and I didn't really pay much attention to it, but when you posted, I was like, "Okay, I want to." I wanted to see if the game actually did this shit. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, so I'm going to be completely honest with you, bro. Like, um, I low-key regret posting that shit. Um, you know, um, no, I'm going to be yeah, real with you. I, no, I, no I really do. I, I really do. Um, because I looked into it. Like, one of my boys, shout out to Trendy Hardaway, signed to uh, Empire. He hit me up, man. And he was like, yo, bro, like, uh, that ain't even how it went. You know what I mean? Apparently, it was like a series of stabbings. He was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. You know what I mean? It's just funny because, like, you know, niggas, niggas go on the gram and Twitter, like, moments after their enemy dies and say shit and talk shit and they say things and videos get leaked. And so it's just like, you know, you question that shit, bro. So, of course, I was going to question, man, this, I mean, shout out to the game, bro. Where the collab at, man? That's <laughs> a, the game, game, that's a gangster, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a gangster fool, like, you know, so I wouldn't put it past, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't put it past them. And 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 to be, like, completely honest with you, me saying that I wouldn't put it past him doing that, man, that nigga shouldn't even take that as offense because he a gangster. He should, t- he should take that as respect, you know what I mean? So it is what it is, man. I mean, he didn't do it, but... We've seen we've seen the game run up on plenty of niggas, bro. And he was just on fucking. He was just on. He's on tour right now, right? He was just on stage talking about fuck fifty. It's still smoke. So yeah. it's like, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, man. Like I don't know. He didn't do it though. But it's a lot of random shit happening in the game. Like you, like like the, like the Quando Rondo situation is just a really touchy situation, and it's like I don't know, man. It's kind of annoying though when when yeah when someone dies and then someone who's not even involved with it puts out a tweet to make it kind of you know seem like. But it, then it's it, sometimes <laughs> it's not even sometimes it's not even them, bro. Like the, uh, the like I could easily like grab some shit, block and um, block, put your 
put your photo. I could easily post something on Twitter and like put your photo on it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, that too. Yeah. So, and people, people are fucking weird, bro. They got the time for it. So that's, that's that fuck guy. shit, though. Yeah, man. But the game is in shambles right now. If you ask me, man, it's too many beefs, too many uh, artists dying. It's kind of and, at an uh, uh, at an awkward stage right now. I felt as far as for the rap game. Uh, during the pandemic was the time for, you know, the real conscious rappers to come out. But no one was really coming out with any shit, right? How do you feel about that? I felt disappointed. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, like I think I think everybody is, like, feeling withdrawals from Logic not putting out music. Yeah. Like, uh, that's what, I mean, because Logic was really running that shit. And, like, Cole, too. Cole's not really, like, active, active, active. You know what I mean? He's, like, he like, stay low-key. Uh... And I mean, uh, what Kendrick just put something out, right? That was cool, right? I didn't. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I ain't listen to Kendrick's new shit because uh, I just I don't know. I like when I, when I'm working on my own music, I try to tap out from other people's music. You know what I mean? Like I sit there and I listen to like Ocean Waves and Chakra music and Solfeggio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> get my mind, get my mind to just be my mind only. But um. You're right, man. It's 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 like the last. It's not even just the pandemic. The last ten years just been all trap, all uh, all uh, what is it with the drill music? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and like different countries is picking up the drill music. I seen some guys rapping in like Persian drill. You know, and I'm just like, motherfuckers had camels and shit riding <laughs> fucking ATVs through the fucking desert. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> this shit was weird, bro. Like, it's it's. But the thing, a thing that I learned from Wayne, actually, is like they asked him, "How do you stay on top this whole time?" He's like, "Because I love the music. It mm. don't matter what era it is. It don't matter, you know. I I pick from each era, you know, the the music that I love, and I love it, you know. And so it's like he finds something in each era that he like." You know what I mean? So he's not like he's not like some cat who's like, oh man, rap was better in the '90s when this, that, and the third. You know, like he's not like that. And so like I'm trying to shift my mind that way too. Right. That's cool though. How you um when you're working on your music, you you try to kind of isolate yourself, so your mm-hmm. your product comes from you, and yeah. um not really influenced by other things, but. Uh, when when you started rapping, was there an artist that you would kind of try to emulate to get your momentum? Or were you just kind of just trying to express yourself and try to get the rhythm from there? You know what I mean? It was Wayne. Uh-huh. It was Wayne. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, all this is, like, all this is divine for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it that's, was set in stone. Insane. Yeah, bro, because, like, I remember just, like, rapping with the homies, smoking and shit. Mm-hmm. And, um... To, uh, like I spit a few flows because like we would listen to like the drought you know where he put like a he put a mixtape series out called the drought and he put a mixtape series out called dedication and stuff and it was really like uh we were just high you know what I mean so it's, at the time we weren't really focused on like our um, up raising our awareness you know we're just a bunch of kids having fun mm-hmm. and um at the time niggas like Wayne or like Wiz Khalifa or Gucci Mane, literally they rapping this comedy. You know, it's comedy on the mic. It's comedy on the on the mic. Like they say funny shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, like Wayne said, 
uh, real G's move in silence like lasagna. I was like, like I mean, it's stupid, you know. Like I'm not even gonna lie, it's stupid, but it it also makes sense and it's funny as shit. You know what I mean? So it's just like, and you get those over and over and over and over and over again when you just start for smoking, man. You, <laughs> your 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 brain creates that neural pathway to laughter every time you know so you're getting dopamine your brain has already created that neural pathway so you're getting dopamine every time you listen to this person you right. know so until you calibrate your brain to uh, shoot the electricity the other way you're gonna keep fucking with that music but it happened you know it, my my brain started shooting the other way because i started realizing like yo like i'm not in bugattis you know what i'm saying i'm not I don't got like chains draping down to my kneecaps, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't have a harem in my mansion waiting to fucking suck my suck my shit whenever I want. You know what I mean? I'm a normal person, bro. So it's like I better just start, like you said, isolating my mind from the shit that's not in my vicinity, my direct my direct uh, awareness, and then just rap about what's around me. So yeah. you hear you. You hear me name drop uh, proper a lot, cause that's my nigga. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Lil Thank Wayne. You. Lil Wayne made it when he freestyles. He made it kind of. It felt free when he freestyled. You know, there was really no pressure. You kind of start slow with like two words, drop a funny, <laughs> you know, double entendre for the word, with the ad lib, like, with the ad lib hitting perfectly based on the line. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No. I'm, Cause, Cause, you know what though? Like, first of all, this is how I look. I try to put myself in his shoes, right? I'm multi-million. I got platinum records out with other multi-million Grammy Award winners, and you got me here on the radio, trying to spit. You, you telling me to spit a flow like I'm a monkey with an organ grinder, and you got quarters and shit. And I'll be out like. Low key, like, like I'll spit, you know what I mean, because that's a part of the culture. But if you want my honest opinion, man, fuck that. You want me? You want to hear me rap, bro? You better play my shit right now. How, real. Have you done any interviews where the interviewer would just be, drop a beat and be like, "Can you spit though?" Or just kind of drop the spotlight on you. I, I mean, seen, I could. Yeah. I really could. See, that's the thing. That's the thing. I'm not a. I'm not a poor sport. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'll do it. And like, 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 uh, all right, let let me look for a beat. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, but I've seen some interviews where they totally catch, catch the artist off guard. And it's like, you're not really empathetic to, you know, this, this artist's schedule probably got off a show. Probably has a show tonight. Didn't really sleep. And you're making him come up with a freestyle. (laughs) I mean, but here's the thing. It's like, like I said, bro, I married a yin and yang inside of me. So, like, I know in my mind, I'm knowing, like, like you a fucking rapper, bro. You should be able to spit this shit, spit this shit. Look at the back and be like, this is it. This is my time. I know this. It's arithmetic. It's mathematics. It's mathematics. I rap magic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could, you know, I could, I, it's easy, man. I like, uh, when it comes to flows, it's easy to say a man. I'm feeling like a saying man, long hair, beat the beat up, shoot it up like a mega man. <laughs> I ain't playing man. I don't give a damn. Actually, I never gave a damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's I could I could 
I could really freestyle, bro. Like, if I fuck around, you know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, but it's, 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 it's a, the thing about it is like, where's my, where's the money at? Right. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, I'm 30 years old, bro. I've been rapping since I was like fucking 13, bro. I've been spitting flows off the jump when niggas wanted me to like a monkey with an organ grinder. I'm done with that shit. Where the money at? So with that, with that perspective, I used to look down back, back in the heydays when, you know, battle rap was hot and all that and freestyling was hot. Um, when people would freestyle and pull out their phone, I used to look down on that. Like, ah, oh, this guy came up with some Rin. But now, with that perspective of, this fool's pressing me, you know? Like, this is my product, and you want some free product? Fuck it, I'm gonna try some new shit. That's, you know, fuck it. You kind of fuck him back by just trying some throwaway bars on the show. But at the, yeah, same, no, at the same time, it's bad marketing on your end, you know? <laughs> it, it is. Like I said, man, it goes both ways. It's like... It's a, is it is it's it's a is it is it a pride thing like are you willing to toss away your pride and mm-hmm. put you know and, and get better at rapping and like and do the damn thing or, or are you gonna stand for, firm on that belief and be like like no like y'all better pay me for this shit yeah. you know because if you if you stand firm on that belief I'm willing to bet money they will pay you yeah but now you just going out giving all these free flows pleasing everybody. I mean, unless there's true compensation, I don't know what the fuck you doing that for. Hmm. I mean, just be real, cause like, cause I'm at the point in my career where it's like, I'm not doing shit unless it's a set involved. You know what I'm saying? If it's not at least, not even like, you know, you get streamed for half a cent. You know what I'm saying? So it gotta have some kind of money behind it. Uh, if I'm a flow on your shit, you better guarantee I'm finna be on your next on the on your on your next show like in the next few weeks, and I'm a flow again. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's got to be some kind of conversation. You know what I mean? Right. So. That's fucking crazy. That's how it is. Yeah, it's crazy. It's weird. It's weird because, like, jumping into the game, I was always like that. I was like, who's ready? Who want me to flow? That's you know, where the circle at? Right, where the right. circle at? I'm trying, to battle, I'm trying to battle somebody and stuff like that. And I still got the same hunger and same drive and everything like that. But it's like, where the money at? <laughs> mm-hmm. Where the money at? <laughs> that's just kind of like years in the game and experience then right because being in the, doing this for a while like i mean i'm sure you've gone through the rookie phase of being excited to be on shows you know spit freestyle probably have something something ready to now it's like man like how am i, I gonna, mean, how am i gonna handle that when the beat drops you know should i fuck with these guys or should i should or fuck these guys i mean <laughs> Um, but I mean, obviously, y'all heard me spitting shit, you know what I'm saying? And like using using the things, using the things that I see behind Andrew and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So like, you know. Oh, I didn't I even fucking notice. That's crazy. Mega Man. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. yeah. I was talking about Mega Man, and I was saying this is it, and all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's no longer I, freestyle. Damn. It's paper yeah, freestyles it's, with it ain't, Andrew. It ain't freestyles no more. Stop calling them freestyles. I mean, it's styles. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Well, here's the thing, though, bro. Like a freestyle, like people get confused with the definition of a freestyle. Is do you know what the definition of a freestyle is? Let me hear. It. I just want to know honest truth. What, all right. what y'all think? Personally, I felt like it was all right. There's no certain cadence. There's no topic. Free flow, freestyle. You know, hmm. could be whack. It could be your style. Just let's see you paint on the beat. I think it's just so, genuinely yeah. like from the top. Just 
off the dome. You know what I mean? And Andrew, we don't I, hear you. Yeah, I think you might, Andrew. Or your mic is uh, cut off, Andrew. No. This whole time, <laughs> just trying to talk. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about now? Oh, you're good. Yeah, yeah you're good, bro. Oh, jeez. Do I still sound like a robot or whatever? No. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's just oh, your voice. <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> You good, man. I mean, yeah. when I was younger, I thought it was—it's got—it had to be something off the top of the dome. But you know, as, as now, it's just literally freestyle. It could be off the top of the dome. It could be something you had written a while back. Just—it's—it's it's free to be whatever you wanted to be. Right. No. Okay. So, I hate to burst y'all bubble, man, but that's not none of that is it. Okay. A freestyle. A freestyle. <laughs> a freestyle is when you hear the beat and you you could you could either you could either write it down or you could just spit it right but essentially it's just coming up with it on the spot it doesn't matter if it's if it's written or not it doesn't matter if it's written or not because uh me and my like i just had a studio session with me and my boys over here shout out to my boy i ain't, I ain't gonna put nobody's fucking shit out because i don't like putting people's uh creative processes out unless they're cool but like he was putting up, he was like, he was freestyling. You know, he he, let, he played the beat, wrote two lines down, recorded that shit once, and then listened to it, and then wrote two more lyrics, recorded that shit once, mm-hmm. listened to them four beat, and the four, you know, four bars and shit, and then he proceeded to do it in that same manner. Now, I know people who can do that, myself included, without having to write it down right right you feel me so like you can have a beat plan and i'll think of two bars just spit them on have it loop. and then you just turn the mic on spit one or two exactly and then turn it off keep it loop that shit let me hear that shit let me hear the words over and over again loop that shit loop that shit okay i got two more bars turn the mic on boom say it turn it off that's a freestyle now what y'all talking about has been coined by a certain phrase literally off the dome you can have a freestyle and you can flow off the dome hmm. what y'all talking about is flowing off the dome hmm. oh, okay. so little wayne jay-z yeah, the, the way they come up with shit that's like a freestyle yes freestyle that, style that is, that is right that is considered ah. freestyle that is considered freestyle you know how they just walk up and they say like two bars record it Say like four things, record it. Say like eight things, record it, and then before you know it, they got the whole verse right there. And they they're so professional that not only can they do it without a fuck without a pen and paper, they they're like they had they had a nickname for Wayne. It was called One Take Wayne because okay. he did it all in one take. That's so insane and to do it, it all in one take. Yeah, boy, that boy crazy. I heard crazy stories about that dude, man. I heard a story about him and MGK. MGK was getting them on a track. MGK gave him the beat. This is, Wayne had to beat. They said he went outside, smoked ten blunts, and 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 sat there bobbing his head for six hours before he went in and recorded his verse once. <laughs> Still a freestyle. That's nice. And blood. Still a freestyle. <laughs> Damn. So 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 if I have so I'd I, be if sleeping. I have a, if I have a song, if I have a song, a beat, and Jermaine's like, "Hey, bro." I want you to write this, 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 and this because the song is X, Y, Z themed that, that, and that. Then that's not a freestyle. 
because mm-hmm. I'm writing within the confines of your of the subject matter. Interesting. I see. And I'm taking my time, and I'm taking my time, and I'm having you review it. Interesting. That that's 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 what separates the written's from the freestyles, and that's what separates the freestyles from the off the domes. Can you imagine if they? If they called it Off the Dome Fridays instead of Freestyle Fridays on <laughs> BET. Damn. But here's the thing. That ain't it, here's son. The, here's the thing, though. Here's Friday the thing, though. Saturday Dome. Half, half the rappers out here cannot flow off the dome, bro. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Actually, I'm willing to say like 75% rappers cannot flow off the dome. You got me. I could rap about anything. I could rap about eating rappers up like biscotti. <laughs> Every single label want me. Like, I ain't playing, bro. Are you just gonna shoot us an invoice for the freestyles? <laughs> I know, fucking Van Van Mo's going off right now. I got my calculator right here. You got you got Brooke right there doing it, doing the total. Hey, hey, hey man, no more no more raps, bro. No more raps, bro. <laughs> hey, 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 so we'll, let's talk about something else. Cause, uh, <laughs> Let's, let, let's talk about when you take shrooms. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you know what? O'Ree's, well, as I know him, fucking Brandon, he's pretty spiritual and shit. This guy mm. likes taking psychedelics and going on random trips, so. Do I? Like, yeah, fuck, shut the fuck up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I, I did it with you last time he was here. <laughs> nice. That was you? The mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> You and AC <laughs> passing out. That was weird. I remember that. I remember. I remember you and AC just passing out. I thought that was God. No, <laughs> flattered. Nah, hey man, it was, um, it was all God. Hey, I don't condone. I, I don't condone drugs, kids. Say no to drugs. But nice, uh, nice. hey man, nah, um, you know they uh, they got this program in uh, Canada um, for uh, mainly for uh, uh, veterans. But they got uh, older patients, um, people that's uh, end of life stage therapy. Uh, they provide these people with psilocybin because uh, the psilocybin, what it does is, so normally, in order to change your thinking, so I, like what I learned is, you make decisions based off of your emotions. Your emotions are like little flowers and. Whether they're good or bad is it could be flowers, it could be weeds. But your emotions are little plants that sprout from the soil, and that soil is your thoughts. I believe right? that. So, and your thoughts, the soil is birthed from your experiences and your memories. So, if you grow in, if you grow in, uh, if you grow, if you're growing like uh, was it the, the the weeds and shit like that. And because uh, the light, your awareness is d- indiscriminate, so it's growing weeds and it's growing um, plants. And so essentially, you have to learn how to calibrate that awareness. It's like a sun; it's like a ball of light that's traveling through your mind. You have to calibrate that awareness so that it's not growing the weeds. Right, right. And that, and so you're 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 looking at your memories, and you're tracing you're tracing back you're looking at your emotions that are tied to your memories you're like why am i acting like this because i feel this way why do i feel this way is because i fought this thing why did i think this is because i experienced this and so you have to you have to find the junction that fits you 
where you could take the the freeway over the freeway exit to the to the other direction. You know what I'm saying? Because because you're so used to taking this freeway exit. Oh, you know, I'm uh, I see a girl. She got a nice ass. I feel horny. What do I do? I fucking press on her. You know what I'm saying? Like, but not every girl likes that shit, bro. Like, you look like a horn dog, and you make men look bad. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you gotta find the junction. So what is gonna help you? Is it that you gotta change your thoughts? Do you have to change your surroundings so that it changes your experience? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like you gotta figure out which one, which one is 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 where you gotta make that take the next direction. See that's and so that's like that's that, how you change your thinking. That's really fucking insightful as hell. But would you say you would ever come across those thoughts if you ever did mushrooms? Like I feel like I'm eternally grateful, was, right? You know what I mean? That's the point. That's the point I was trying to make. So thank you for for get for getting to that because I I was just about to make that point. Um, no, I think that I would be one angry ass motherfucker, bro. Like I think I would be in the streets hurting people. You know what I mean? Like, cause like, that's how like the, the cause I grew up in Northtown Las Vegas. You know what I'm saying? And like anybody who grew up in Northtown Las Vegas, know we was on the bottom of education and academics of the whole country. We was number fifty. You know, they have fifty states, right? We was <laughs> number fifty damn. or something like fifty, fifty-one. Oh man, no. man, do not fucking do not hang me for getting this wrong. <laughs> but you know. I we were, I, I mean, I, you I, said we it's were, a bad we, place, so I mean, I get we, it. Yeah, no, we, were, we, we was on the bottom of the we was on the know. bottom of the list. Everything was about the streets. You know what I'm saying? We had and we had everybody. We had niggas from New York. We had niggas from Florida. We had niggas from Arizona, Utah, uh, uh, fucking up north, Reno, L.A., Bay Area, Bay Area. We had everybody that couldn't afford to live where they was born come to our city. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. It was a real, real, real negative hub, and um, no, I don't think, I don't think that I would have this kind of thinking if I didn't take mushrooms. Because uh, how, how, you have to be shown the other side. You know what I'm saying? You, you have to be shown. You have to see it somehow, some way, through people or through experience. And I was not gaining those experiences fast enough to make a difference in my mind to create that different pathway. So, what I did, like. What I think psychedelics does is, uh, shout out to Dragon Ball Z, helps you experience hyperbolic time. Damn. It helps you experience hyperbolic time. So essentially you're inside of your mind longer than you actually think. I feel you on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so you have all that time to do all that mental training, all that reflecting, the self-discovery and all that shit happens. All that shit happens in like a spec, like I want to say maybe like you could smack you could cram like two three years of self-discovery in one or two three uh superhero dosing experiences have and you, i mean superhero superhero like like you have you have micro dosing and then you have hero dosing and then you have superhero dosing. <laughs> yeah so have you ever have you ever done like dmt or ayahuasca or any of those shout out to bentley maybe soon but um <laughs> I ain't gonna speak on really. I mean, they sending us to fucking Bali next year, so oh, you never man. know. Okay, man, they said yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll get no, you. We'll I'm get you back on after that. What's up? <laughs> we'll get you back on the podcast after that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Get me on the podcast while I'm there, man. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Uh, oh, 
Hey, but um, this is oh, Reese on ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. Not that. <laughs> oh man, <Okay>. he's naked. <laughs> I'm freaking out, man. He's, he's hey, like, man, I'm, he's I'm, like this. I'm humble. I'm humble, but I, I'm humble, but I still care about my image, man. So let's, let's be careful with that. No, uh, I have not tried ayahuasca. I have not tried peyote and then like all other, whatever, mescaline, whatever, all that shit. Yeah, I asked because when you said hyperbolic time chamber, um, dude, when I do DM, DMT, I usually set a, a timer for like 15 minutes because, you know, that shit just lasts like 10 to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. But Jesus, like during, it feels like a lifetime. You know yeah, what I mean? see, you're hyperbolic <laughs> time, bro. So, yeah, you are right. It's, it's, it's nuts how time seems to slow down or you kind of enter like your own pocket dimension where... Yes, you know, sir. Like hyperbolic time chamber is, you know, it's pretty crazy. Yes, thing. sir. That. That's like, that's literally the only way I could explain it, bro. It's like, actually, I, man, yeah, it's, it is the only way I can really explain it. It's like you're experiencing hyperbolic time. You're experiencing a whole bunch of time in a small amount of time. You're experiencing a whole bunch right, of, right. you're experiencing yourself, experiencing yourself, you know what I'm saying? Longer and more, and it's more genuine because you're not sitting there questioning what your thoughts with the constructs that have brainwashed you. Right. And coming you know, so the thing yeah, com- so coming coming from a culture where that's like looked down upon, like, you know, my family. If I ever told them like, Oh man, I took mushrooms and I'm now I'm worried about the environment and you know, like <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> like right, I'm more right, right. worried about things that should be prioritized. They look at you like a hippie or they're like, What the hell is this guy? This guy's on some yeah. this guy's on drugs again. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. And it's and it's like you said, hyperbolic time chamber. You mentally kind of go through things that takes lifetimes sometimes to, like, like you thinking about the environment. Like that's that's things that like wise people, most elderly people think about. You know, that's pretty interesting. I like that that uh, comparison. Um, Yeah. Superhero dose. Have you taken a superhero dose? Man, like. I hear stories about people like they say, uh, oh, yeah, I took like three grams, you know, I took like eighth and this happened, you know, I took this. and I'll... But I would take like, I would eat maybe a quarter, in between a quarter and an eighth every two to three days. Damn. And I did that, yeah, and I did that for like a summer. I had like, I had like three, four ounces of that shit. So, and, um, but, you know, I'm, I was at a really, I was in a really dark place because that was when my stepfather was like in the peak of his mm-hmm. lung cancer, you know, like kind of nearing the end phase and shit like that. And um, I knew what all the other drugs could do to me, like, you know, it was going to kill me. Um, but I had already had experience with mushrooms and I knew, I knew like, uh, the sacred traditions that, that mushrooms have been a part of, you know what I mean? Right, and right. different, in different cultures. Mm-hmm. And, and so I was like, I told myself like, uh, I'm not taking drugs cause I want to kill myself and I'm not taking, I'm not taking drugs because I'm trying to escape like most people I'm taking, I'm taking this substance because I know that is going to help me get rid of this baggage somehow some way and um and i was so desperate to get rid of that those versions that part of my my consciousness that was not doing me justice i was so fed up with it 
that I was willing to eat that many mushrooms and send myself straight into the abyss. You feel me? Because like, you get to this point where, where you eat when you eat that many mushrooms, bro. You get to a point where you don't see nothing. It's all darkness, and it's just you, and you're just wading through the darkness. And the darkness is your consciousness and your mind that you know the, the the parts of your mind that you neglected. Yeah. You know what I mean? The parts of the mind that like you don't want to tend to and then you see it in your waking life outside of you and you point the finger and you're like you're judgmental about it, you know, just pointing the finger, that's not right. You should. but it puts you in that place where you like you stop pointing the finger and you see Instead of you pointing the finger at somebody who's doing something wrong, you're seeing that you're pointing at yourself. Right. Because, you know, everybody's just a reflection. You know what I'm saying? You look at people, it's just a reflection of yourself. Everything's happening inside your mind. It's all it's all electrical. So it's like, Pretty yeah, insane. man, I started, I started accepting bad things about myself and then it just got better. I feel you. Yeah, when I started taking a lot of DMT, that's around the time my mom died. So I think that kind of gave me the courage to go find answers because i mean taking dmt is hella fucking nerve-wracking it's like going on a roller coaster you know you, you get kind of nervous i mean and i bet taking mushrooms especially that high of a dosage after you eat that shit you're probably like fuck there's no turning back right oh yeah bro <laughs> oh yeah one time i had one time i took that shit shout out to my nigga brown hippie i took the my, my nigga brown hippie we linked up he gave me he gave me some tea he was gone he was like bro Drop me off at the beach. I was like, bruh. I was like, I hope I see you again. Because <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck this fool was going to get into. This nigga said, drop me off at the beach at 9, 8, 9 p.m. So I dropped him off, went home, read the Bible. Damn. Right? I read the, read the Bible. I opened it up. You know, they tell you just open up a random page, read it, and see what it tells you. Um, and it said a king, a king lays in his bed as a message is relayed to him. And I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, I'm in my bed. I feel like a king right now. That's cool. And then, next thing you know, I was in that darkness mm. that I was talking about. That just, it's, it sounds scary, but it's like, I've come to find peace in that place. It's the solitude, you know, my own, my comfort, my comfort place. Right. Um, the serpent appeared. No, Kundalini. The, serp- the, the Kundalini serp- serpent appeared in front of me. That's crazy. And um, and I got that fear that you was talking about, like, oh shit, like, mm-hmm. whoa, like this is this is this is getting too real, you know what I mean? And um, but you know what the serpent told me? The serpent told me it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. You can calm down. You know why? Because it's all it's too late. It's too late already. You already. <laughs> What'd you get there? <laughs> I hear you already you. bit the apple. Yeah, you yeah. already bit the apple. <laughs> That's what he said to me. He said, you bit the apple already. That's fucking crazy. I turned into the soil. I died. <laughs> I, turned into, I turned into the soil. I felt plants growing out of me. <laughs> woke, woke up and cleaned the whole house. There you go. So, and now I have a, a better, a greater appreciation for cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. So um, let's go back to the hyperbolic time chamber thing. So I feel like mm-hmm. if I ever did mushrooms just once, I'd be a different person than if I didn't even do it at all. But I did go through like a year where I was doing like 
maybe a, a gram or two every other day like you were but mm-hmm. a little less of a dose bro that's that's going in a hyperbolic time chamber like every other day for like a year or two so how much mm-hmm. more do you think you've surpassed your parallel version if you hadn't taken the mushrooms you know what i mean because let's say like if, you, if you've taken three you'd be like on like super saiyan mode but you're in there for probably like 25 instead of three you know even maybe even yeah, more yeah, than that y'all read the new dragon ball super manga man i'm black freezer <laughs> i'm black freezer uh, freezer was in the hyperbolic time chamber for 10 years oh sheesh. yeah read, read the manga man it's getting wild but um now i'm black freezing this mug i spent 10 years in that thing because i knew i knew that if i didn't i'd be a horrible person bro like i thought but it's not like not like it's not like everybody got the potential for it mm-hmm. you know and um i just knew that at that moment moment in time like that potential could really be harnessed by the by by harmful forces i mean like the devil so to speak not saying that the devil's absolutely real but those forces in my life could really tempt me so i was like i was like i can't be tempted you know i need i need to i need to fortify my mind and stuff like that and i was like uh, you know, is is just is, like you said, man. Uh, just just the, how the mo- how the situation panned out. Right. You know, uh, uh, I I know that in my heart, I would not be happy. You mm. know, if I and I, I'm not happy is relative, but like I would I, I would be in a shitty place, bro. I would not be making good decisions. I would be making decisions based off of solely based off of my emotions ruining relationships and stuff and staying in staying in toxic relationships you know what i mean that's like the biggest thing for me with the mushrooms is like it helped calibrate my mind and understand like what i truly deserve and um i don't deserve bullshit so i don't take that shit no more right and like you said like people get hooked on other drugs and mushrooms was a drug that you know isn't really addictive but for someone to be taking them over and over there's a reason why there's like a deep reason why there's probably like some demons that you're trying to sort out or an answer that you're trying to seek you know so i guess to answer my question people go back into hyperbolic time chamber because there's people that do reach the the gold frieza some people don't reach super saiyan 3 you know what i mean some people cap it curiosity's there kaioken you know yeah but yeah that's crazy I think it's like that with that though it's like that scene in Doctor Strange, you know what I'm saying, where when the when they went to go visit the para, the guy who was paraplegic. Mm. Um and he said he said, Yeah, you know, there was there was greater teachings there, but I took my little miracle and I went home. You know what I mean? I think that for some people that's that's it's kinda like that. Right. Like um I like they that. they just need that. You know what I'm saying? They just need that one little miracle. But I'm but me, like anybody who knows me knows like my my middle name is excessive. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> my middle name is excessive, bro. So it's like I'm going I'm going to Comertage, you feel me? Yeah. That's what I told myself. Yeah. That's what's up, man. But that's what everything that I do is like I'm going like with the music, I'm going to Comertage. With the money, I'm going to Comertage. When it comes to my, when it comes to relationships and like putting my bros and making sure, making sure that my empire links with my bros' empire, like I'm going to Comertage. So everything. Mm-hmm. 
And did I hear um, with Bentley Records, were you also doing like a recruiting? You're kind of a recruiter for them too, looking for new artists. Oh yeah, I am a recruiter. So like I, I like I mean I'm amb- uh, their brand ambassador. So like essentially yeah, I get paid whenever an artist signs to Bentley. Mm-hmm. And like, but like, what I've been trying to do is like build more incentive for those people who do sign. So my intention is like to like kind of make us like a little inner circle within Bentley. I don't like like I know how things are like factions created in factions and then the factions <laughs> were like nah, that's not how it's gonna be. You know, because oh, okay. like because my the CEO he really take care of me and he's trying to put money in my pocket. So I'm gonna uh, so I'm gonna do the same thing. And um, but. Yeah, I want to put these artists on. I want to get them like kind of under my under my wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to, I want to make it so that artists don't get extorted. You know, because um, like just kind of going back to all this, this this hit this the the, the conundrum that the hip hop games in. It's like niggas got to check in to go everywhere, you know, and like even the conscious rappers. You feel me? That's why the conscious rappers ain't doing nothing, bro. Because it's like. The fuck I'm gonna go check in for? I'm not a gangster rapper, right? But I, but, but I still gotta check in to go perform in L.A. I still gotta check in to go perform in Chicago. I still gotta check in and do all this shit on the West Coast primarily because they do that on the West Coast really. And you seen what happened? You seen what happened when you get on people' bad side? You seen what happened to Quando Rondo's boy? Rest in peace, little pop. You seen what happened to uh 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 rest in peace, pop smoke. You even, know what I mean? Even like, X, right? Even X. Oh, X. Are you talking about XXX Tentacion? Yeah. He got robbed. He got robbed. He got robbed by some niggas that was jealous of him. Mm-hmm. That was that was that was different. Them niggas. You seen them niggas? The, the, the Michael Boatwright and that fat ass dude who's snitching on all his friends, probably getting fucking McDonald's in the fucking interrogation lounge. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I saw that picture. Yeah. Hey yo, fuck that snitch. If he did it, my nigga. Don't snitch on your niggas, man. Like, what the fuck? You was you was a part of that shit, bro. You better let that shit. That's how I feel. But um, nah, them niggas was whack. But uh, the pop thing, the Rondo thing. That was that was premeditated. You know what I'm saying? So being be, being in the rap game for dude since fucking you said you got started in like '08, right? Like during the Lil Wayne. It's kind of the start of Lil Wayne becoming a rapper into a superstar, right? Yeah, that's like when Juvie, when Juvie and Currency left uh, Cash Money, and like uh, a bear man was like, "Oh, right, I'm gonna put all, I'm put all the books on my son," type shit. What you were saying at the time, yeah. Seeing like the evolution of the rap game, what advice do you have, let's say, to yourself, if you kind of met a doppelganger right now trying to get started in rap? What would you tell yourself? On some time machine tell, shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> I would I would tell myself, well, I would tell myself that the niggas the niggas you think you with not gonna be with you when you got it. Damn. Like uh, when I yeah like when I first when I first started like sure like it was Jermaine and them who helped me start my shit. But we were so far away at that time, and I didn't have no car, nothing like that. I was just a kid. So I felt, like, real isolated. You know what I mean? I was actually really sad. I would always talk about how, man, I fucking wish I was with my Manila niggas, bro. Like, 
Plus, <laughs> if I was with my Manila niggas right now, we would be taking shit over, bro. I wouldn't have to fucking, I wouldn't have to fucking wade through all this bullshit and like go through all this self doubt and shit like that. You know what I mean? But because like I have more confidence with with when you have, you're more confident when you're with people who are sharing the same visions as you. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And um, Absolutely. I would tell myself like, yeah, the people right now that you with right now, they not. And that's not it because I spent a lot of time grieving what could have been you know like with homies and shit like that like shout out to my nigga J-Dot bro like my producer the first guy who made like the first guy who ever had faith in me bro like I, I don't even talk to him hmm. you know what I mean and like we was best friends type shit so it was just and like I took it took a long time for me to accept that that's how things were yeah um, so but I mean, it's just still love. I love his mom. I love him. I love his sister. I love his family. I used to help them get groceries and shit. Like, you ask that nigga, like, we 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 damn near spent like almost like a whole two years together, like not not even unlinking, just like every day, making music and shit. Uh, I would tell myself, you know, take it in with a grain of salt. You know, appreciate those moments, but know that they're fleeting and really recognize who's really there for you because like my the ones who know the ones who's really been there for me they know who they are they ain't even gotta i ain't even gonna speak on that they ain't gotta speak on it Facts. to be honest i think you're probably our most insightful (laughs) guest we've had so far you know i've got i've known you for a while but you said some things i'm like god i gotta think about that too you know Mm. and so i think when when we end this people are gonna they're gonna have a lot to walk away with from from you and i think that's that's what it, we appreciate for having you on here for you know um i know we can go on and on but i think it's it, it's about time we can just leave it there for for more to be discovered by you you know what i mean leave, leave more question for you so next time we have you we you can definitely fill people in who are more curious about what goes on in the mind of Oz, low wise or O'Rees, whatever you go by nowadays. <laughs> yes, sir. You go by Brandon. Um, Call me whatever, yeah, man. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, we appreciate having you on. I thought it was great. Come on, man. Um, do you have any more shout outs you want to give? Because, damn, you, you were just shouting out all day. So I was like, let's give this full shout out at the end. So, and, and where can we find you, man? Where can everyone yeah, find you, and, too? And tell everyone where we can find you if they want to find your music and whatnot. So yeah, so I'm on everything: titles, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. Just type in O R E E Z. It's easier if you just follow me on Instagram. Is I mean uh, at Ori's official. Uh, uh, you can also find me plastered all over Bentley Records uh, IG. And you should follow. You should probably follow Luca Days too. L U C A D A Y Z at Luca Days. Shout out to Luca Days, my boss. Shout out to Rick Ross uh, for fucking with uh, Bentley. Shout out to uh, Lil Wayne for fucking with Bentley. Cash Money, Young Money, fucking with Bentley. Shout out to all the people that's working with us. Shout out to Andrew. Shout out to uh, shout out to all three of y'all, man. Y'all really doing this shit, man. Y'all y'all putting platforms up for people. Uh, look like artists, gamers, just people of different walks of life, you know what I mean? And that's fucking great, you know what I mean? Um, and, uh, I mean, just shout out to everybody. Y'all, if y'all watching this or you fuck with me, then you know that I'm missioning you, and that's it. Yeah, man. Hopefully oh, man. next time we get you on. Oh, my bad, Andrew, go for it. 
before we leave, I didn't get a chance to ask you. What, what's your favorite Lil Wayne bar? Good one. My favorite, my favorite Lil Wayne bar. You gotta wrap it though. <laughs> <laughs> you funny man. He said he he actually is my new favorite bar. He said um, he said um, uh, he said face uh, he said dreadlocks face tats I'm the apex. He said I made the culture. Hey twin, bet that or something like that. You know he said he said he made the culture <laughs> because of his face tats and his dreadlocks because everybody else doing that so and it's a fresh bar too so i gotta re-listen to it but um respectfully that's a hard question (laughs) yeah bro but i mean he he got he's got a lot of things yeah yeah. i was thinking about the lasagna one i'm like (laughs) but if you want the one that pops up first in my head I remember back in the day it was me and brandon cusco smoke weed i was strapped he had one too (laughs) Rest in peace to the Hollywood Grove crew. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Little bees, and we used to get red eye. I can't believe my nigga dead eye. That's a trigger man. That's the I'm old school. Pillar, Eagle Street soldier. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> I, I know my shit. I just, I work. Oh, where's his mic? Your sound went out. You probably muted it. No, I was saying I work. I work twelve hours a day, so if I can't get I feel it, you. I feel you. I bet you have like a top five favorite bars for a little. <laughs> I just figured, what's your favorite one right now? <laughs> bro, you said what's your favorite Little Wayne bar? You're basically asking me to read through a dictionary and tell you my favorite. <laughs> what's your favorite word of the dictionary? <laughs> said, so uh, which which edition? Dictionaries. <laughs> yeah. Better get your Webster's man. All right. Well, hopefully next time when we get you on, Brandon, you can talk about, because this guy is super into anime, comics, like the whole DC, all that Marvel Oh, shit. man. Next time we get you on, let's, let's, oh, let's geek yeah. out and shit, all right? Yeah, absolutely, man. Sorry for, sorry for stealing the spotlight. I wish I could hear more about y'all and shit. Like, nah, nah. This is, uh, this is you, bro. This, about you. <laughs> this is you. <laughs> this is your platform right now, so go ahead and you know promote the shit out of this on your Instagram. Have your, your peoples watch this and, you know. Absolutely. Hopefully you can connect with more of your fans through this, man. Major love, major respect. It's always uh, love from me, y'all. Yeah, man. All right. Peace I think out, that about does it, man. Let's all let's call it a night. And thanks, O'Rees, Brandon, for hopping on. And Very insightful. I sent you the link for the Twitch so you can get a copy of that, all right? Yeah, it's Bentley. Later, guys. Peace. Peace.